are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy teams never fail. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Guys, we got a special treat today because our buddy Matt Williamson is on vacation. I had to call in some reinforcements. And we've got our old friend, Ray Garvin, Ray GQ. Ray, what's going on? <laughs> it feels good, just like old times. We were doing this, you, Matt, myself, a couple of years ago, uh, going into, I believe, 2020, man. So uh, when you called, I said, heck yeah, just tell me when and where. So excited to talk to you again, Ryan. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you you have blown up, uh, made such a name for yourself. So, so well-deserved. Listeners to this show, if you have missed it somehow, Ray is now uh, a part of the FTN family over at, at, at Fade the Noise and, and still doing podcasts, still doing video stuff and uh, so much good stuff happening over there. So check out his work. Definitely continue to support him. Uh, you know, Ray, I, I feel like on our show here, especially since since uh, since you've been on, we have talked less and less Devi content. We used to sneak it in every once in a while, but it's, uh, it hasn't happened as much lately, honestly. So uh, I thought the timing worked out perfectly. Uh, I know we're in a couple leagues together where we're doing some Devi drafts, some Devi auctions. I know you're always, of course, on top of that game. Uh, so that's that's what we want to talk about today. I wanted to have you on just to kind of give us a real overview of the, the current state of the Devi uh, crop of players. Uh, and of, of course, we all know that, that you can go deep with this stuff, but, but we're going to keep it pretty surface level for today. Uh, let's just start with this class of 2022. Of course, I think dynasty players are coming off last year's class. Uh, the class of 2020, one of the best rookie classes we've ever seen. We knew that at the time, and and I think if if nothing else, it, it maybe even was better than we thought. Uh, we'll see what happens with with this year's rookie class, but certainly some players that we're excited about at the top. Uh, you know, right? I'm 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 not as into Debbie as I used to be, <laughs> but when I look at that that class of 2022. I'm not too excited. Give, <laughs> give us the, the big picture view of the class of 2022, that rookie class, what we can expect. And should we should we even be keeping these picks or should we be trading these future rookie picks? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I, we talked about it on the show a long time ago. Uh, you, Matt, and myself. And I, I've said it multiple times, Ryan, that I, I was – I was preaching and pounding the table saying that the 2020 and 2021 classes were going to usher in a, an entire new wave of dynasty and fantasy football talent. And I think for the most part that has come to fruition. Those two classes were, were, were legit. And I believe that some of the guys in 2021 are legit. When we're looking at 2022 right now, it's right now it's better than I thought it was but I don't think it's as good as 2019. I don't believe it's as good as 2020. I don't believe it's as good as 2021. And I don't believe it's as good as 2023. So um, I, I think that if you're just looking at this class, you know, at the top of the mountain, looking down, 
you definitely, definitely just want one of the top picks. Like you, you want one of those to try to hit on one of those guys. But after that, the same way that we were preaching and telling people in 2020 and 2021 to get as many seconds and thirds as possible, that strategy does not apply in 2022 where we sit today, you know, July 5th, 2021. I, I, I do not think the winning and prudent move is acquiring a bunch of third rounders and second rounders in 2022. The class is just sort of okay. There are a couple yeah. of potentially high-end guys, but overall from top to bottom, I just, it leaves a real nasty taste in my mouth. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I thought, unfortunately. And I mean, you're always, like you said, you're always going to have the top picks. I mean, if you've got a top two, three, top five pick, you're probably going to find a player you like, but yeah, that, that depth, it looks like it's not there. We're going to need a few breakout players uh, like we had this year with with Javante Williams. And and we had a couple, Uh, we're going to need several next year to really make that class look better than it does right now. I, I want to move to the quarterback position, and we're going to open this up beyond the class of 2022. Think of uh, if you're doing a startup Devi draft right now, a fresh, brand new Devi draft. And, and of course, we know so many leagues now, almost every league that, that we really like to play is super flex. So the quarterback position becomes so important. You know, we had five first rounders this year, uh, it, it kind of feels like how much is left, right? Like how many good quarterbacks can there really be from a Devi standpoint? Uh, I know there's there's a couple next year that are looking pretty good, uh, but big picture, talk about some of the uh, the quarterback names we need to know from a Devi perspective. So I think, you know, answering this question, and Ryan, you, you bring up a really good point. How much more is left? I think, honestly, Ryan, if we were to sit down and look at all 32 NFL teams and say which quarterbacks are safe and locked in, there are probably fewer of those than there are question marks. And you have to understand that the NFL, they're constantly searching for quarterbacks. They're not giving guys three, four, five years to develop now. It's like two years, can you get it done? And if not, we'll move on. So I think because of that, we will see a, a quite a few quarterbacks go in the first round in 2022, whether they deserve to or not. I just think that's the nature of the NFL uh, where we're at today. And and right now, I think I think the consensus is Spencer Rattler, the quarterback from Oklahoma. I, I believe he's got uh, the 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 best arm talent in college football. Period. He can make every throw. But there are some question marks, right? He was a young kid. You know, some questionable mistakes last year. And he's not the biggest guy. They they bill him as this dual threat kind of quarterback. He's mobile, but I wouldn't consider Spencer Rattler a dual threat in the traditional sense of what we're accustomed to with Konami code quarterbacks. He wants to throw the ball. You've got a player like Sam Howell out of UNC, who I think is probably the safest quarterback prospect. But if, if you're asking me right now, Ray, who does he compare to? He's Baker Mayfield. And in my opinion, when I look at Sam Howell, I see Baker Mayfield. So how much do you want to invest in that sort of of, of quarterback prospect? Uh, you've got a couple of guys, some some known names like a Keaton Slovis out of USC, and then some of the hot new names like Malik Willis from Liberty. Liberty, right? <laughs> Malik Willis out of Liberty. He's more of a traditional dual threat quarterback. He was at Auburn at first, so he's got the pedigree, right? He's not just this guy that just went to Liberty and just blew up out of nowhere. Uh, one of the more intriguing prospects to me is Matt Corral out of Ole Miss, a highly touted high school prospect, uh, a dual threat guy. So he's a true Kunamiko type quarterback, but 
boneheaded mistake after boneheaded mistake. He's got to correct upon that, but he's got all the arm talent in the world to be a high NFL draft pick. Carson Strong out of Nevada, more of your traditional pocket passer. And then there are a couple of other guys that we still need to see. Grayson McCall out of um, uh, Coastal Carolina. Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati is quite intriguing. I like him a little bit. And then JT Daniels from Georgia, who's going to have an awesome opportunity. Any quarterback that plays in the SEC is going to have a chance to propel himself because he'll be on national TV every day. Uh, Phil Jerkovich out of Boston College. So there are a lot of quarterbacks, and I don't think there's any one quarterback that has separated himself so far ahead of the other in 2022. And I do think we're going to see quite a few of those guys go round one, round two of the NFL draft. But when you put those in comparison with 2020 and 2021, I, I think all of them are, are, are cut below uh, some of those high-end guys from the past two classes. Yeah, really good stuff. Good overview there. I'm glad you mentioned uh, Malik Willis, the, the kid from uh, from Liberty, uh, the, the Auburn transfer, as you mentioned. He, uh, yeah, he, he's a name that that seemingly has popped up out of nowhere if you're not a, a huge college football fan, if you don't follow it closely. But uh, as crazy as that 2020 season was for so many reasons, I mean, Liberty was a top 25 team for much of the year. Uh, I think they went 10 and one, I believe. And, and of course, a lot of that has to do with him. And after what we, what we saw from Trey Lance, I feel like dynasty players and, and really even scouts are, are more willing to dive into those smaller schools to find prospects. So that'll be good news for Malik Willis. He's a guy I'm trying to get on, uh, on my rosters. I think all of those guys you mentioned are all 2022 eligible. Is there one guy, whether it's an incoming freshman or, or just an underclassman who we won't see in next year's draft that, that you're kind of intrigued with? Yeah, it's it's DJ Uyangagale, the quarterback uh, from Clemson. I think he's locked and loaded number one overall pick in 2023. Reminds me of Dante Culpepper, uh, just a massive, massive kid, six foot five, 250 pounds, 245 Ooh. Uh, with with a cannon, he's a, a mobile quarterback in that realm of a cold pepper, right? He's not going to Lamar Jackson you with his legs, right. but when he wants to take off and run, he can do that. I I would be if if DJ Uyangagale, and that is how you pronounce his last name, uh, if he were in this class in 2021, I think he would have he would have been right up there with with Trevor Lawrence right after Trevor Lawrence. I think he probably would have gone. QB two at worst QB three in 2021. Uh, oh, wow. you, you've got that. You've got that type of player. Uh, Bryce young is an, is a name that's tossed around a ton from 2023. I still need to see it. He's got the, he's got the profile, mm -hmm. uh, just watching Alabama during their spring game. Uh, I, I just, I just want to see a little more from Bryce young. And I think he's going to have an excellent chance to, to really assert himself this fall, uh, with, uh, with, uh, Alabama. All right, right. Good stuff on the quarterbacks. After the break, we're going to have the same conversation with the running back position. Let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all that action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, information for all your sporting news needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL. Even all your UFC, MMA action, they got so much going on here. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device. It's super easy. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams preps for their runs for the playoffs as well. 
Uh, head to the website and or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On, all one word, all caps, Locked On. That's 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We are back with our buddy Ray Garvin at Ray GQ on Twitter from FTN. From Destination Devi, you know this guy. He was with us a couple years ago, uh, really every week in the offseason, covering that rookie class of 2019. And, uh, Ray, you must have done something right. Or actually, that, that maybe was 2020. That was 2020. That, that's why we got such a good class. I think yeah, it, was, yeah. it was your help. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. We'll, we'll give you the credit. Ray, before the break, we talked uh, about the quarterback position. You told us about Spencer Rattler and Sam Howell and Malik Willis and, and a couple of underclassmen as well. Uh, let's move over to the running back position. Again, if, if you're in that brand new Devi league or, or even if you don't even play Devi, I, I think this conversation is helpful. Know what to look forward to in the class of 2022, class of 2023, and, and beyond. Tell us about some running backs we need to be paying attention to this college football season. Yeah, um, I'll just say I hope, I hope, and I said this before uh, a lot of times, I hope you got your running back in 2020, and if you didn't get one in 2020, I really hope you got one of those guys in 2021 because this this next class, and, and I don't want to diminish any of these young men and, and, and you know, just tank on them, but overall it's just not as strong. Um, you've got Brees Hall and Isaiah Spiller, right there at the top of the class. You can rank them one, two. It doesn't really matter to me. Personally, I like Isaiah Spiller just a tad bit more uh, than Brees Hall. You've got Eric Gray, who's still kind of unproven a little. He's, he doesn't have that prototypical size. When you're looking at Spiller and Hall, both of those running backs are plus 215 pounds, you know, six foot. They've got that prototypical bell cow build. Eric Gray's a little smaller, a little more dynamic than those two. And then after that, I mean, it's, is it Zamir White? Is it Kevin Harris? Is it Zonovan Knight? Is it Max Borgie? He was a Debbie darling about two and a half, three years ago. Uh, I, I just, it's, it's not good. The, the overall running back landscape in 2022 is not good. I, I like Hall. I like Spiller. I like Gray. I like Kevin Harris. You know, I don't think I would take any of them over ETN or or Najee Harris from 2021, and I definitely wouldn't take them over DeAndre Swift, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers from 2020. And I think where we sit today, I don't even know if a lot of people would take them over an Antonio Gibson or even a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming off of a disappointing rookie season. So uh, I, I think they're going to be, if I had to say today. I think the top three or four guys in 2022 could be solid running backs. I don't think we'll be looking at any of them as top 10 dynasty startup picks at the position, or maybe even uh, maybe Brees Hall or Spiller 15, 16 from day one, maybe. Um, and that, that will also capture a lot of rookie euphoria in that ranking. I just think they're okay. I don't think they're great. I think they're okay. Solid contributors for your dynasty team. It sounds really just like what we've had this year. We we have Najee Harris and, and Travis Etienne, those guys pretty well locked in as, as the top two backs. Maybe that's next year's version of Hall and Spiller. Uh, of course, Javante Williams, I mentioned earlier, is, is that player who kind of broke out. 
surely we'll get we'll get one of these other running backs to to break out and establish himself as as the RB3 if not higher. Uh, let's move past that though. Tell us about the class of 2023 because I know that's that's where we're going to get some good <laughs> yeah, running backs. Right? Yeah, that's that's what you want. You want those 2023 that you know now back to the the strategy of acquiring seconds and thirds. You want to do that for 2023. Uh, because I think you have some some guys that if they were a part of this 2021 class, they would have probably gone ahead of Najee Harris and Travis Etienne. Uh, Bijan Robinson out of Texas is the hottest name of the bunch right now. I think, you know, Debbie startups, he's going 101, 102 at the latest. Uh, but if you miss out on Bijan, there's still another four or five. Uh, and, and, and honestly, I had this conversation, Ryan, this morning with Scott Connor. I'm leaning towards Jameer Gibbs as my RB1 in the 2023 class because of his receiving ability, uh, some of the thresholds that he hit as a true freshman. You've got Tank Bigsby out of out of Auburn, Zach Evans from TCU. Uh, I, I mean, the, the, the 2023 running back class where it stands today is just incredible. I think that is going to be, you know, uh, maybe like a 2020 light version. I think it's going to be better. It's definitely where we stand today. It's better in 2022. And I think the class is better than 2021. Those are the running backs you want to get ready for. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you thought it compared well to, to 2020. It sounds like you do. Uh, you know, I, I've seen people call Bijan Robinson, a dynasty RB one already. If you play in that, in that Debbie league already valuing him basically as a top, 12 top 10 top 12 uh asset at the running back position and if that's the case that that basically means you think he's in in line with jk dobbins deandre swift uh you know derrick henry maybe those guys that we see in that back half of the rb1 conversation right now yeah and if that's where his value is you know it's dynasty is about value it ain't about what i think right if that's where these players are being valued um, then, then that just tells you, and, and I didn't even mention names like Jalen Berger out of Wisconsin, death taxes and a Wisconsin running back going for over a thousand yards, Chip Tranium out of Arizona State, Jace McClellan, Devin Ochnane, Kendall Milton, Deuce Vaughn, Marshawn Lloyd, Roydell Williams. I mean, 2023 is loaded. Um, and yeah, I, I think right now in dynasty leagues, if, if you were playing in a Debbie league, there would be people who would not trade you Bijan Robinson for Derrick Henry straight up. I, I don't. I don't think you would get that deal. I, I don't think you'd be able to acquire you know Bijan for Henry straight up. Uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I guarantee there are people who'd be like, I'm not trading you Bijan for Clyde. So that's where the value is right now. Yeah, that that's wild, but it makes sense. I mean, honestly, you couldn't trade in most leagues. You couldn't trade Derrick Henry for the 101 this year. So people are valuing Najee Harris over Derrick Henry. And, you know, honestly, I would say rightfully so at this point in their, in their careers. All right, Ray, good info at the running back position. Looks like we're in for another rough year uh, in 2022, but if we can hold off (laughs) until 2023, we'll, we'll get the uh, influx of new running backs just in time. uh, You know, just in time when, when people like me are calling, uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor (laughs) old and stuff like that. So, Right after this break, we'll come back. We'll finish up with some wide receivers that everyone needs to know about. Folks, I want to take a minute here to tell you guys about Built Bar. They've been a 
Really great sponsor and ally here to the entire Locked On Network and to my family as well. My son's 14. He's really into lifting weights now and working out. He just crushes built Bars as soon as they pretty much walk in the door. Um, my wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur, and she's real picky about the, you know, in these bars. Some of the chocolate you get on the outside is really waxy. Not the case at all with Built Bar. And there's 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, Cherry barcotta, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp to go around to go with the original twelve flavors. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or woman. Um, you lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Um, some of these, all these bars have a little bit different qualifications, but let's just pick one out of the air here. Peanut butter has nineteen grams of protein, one hundred eighty calories, only five grams of sugars, and five grams of net carbs. Um, how about cookies and cream? Only has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. And that's what you get with all these, which is unbelievable. So go to builtbar.com, use our promo code locked 15. That's locked one, five, all one word. And you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Guys, we are back. We've got our buddy Ray Garvin, Ray GQ from FTN and from Destination Devi here to school us on everything Devi, rookie, uh, just just all these young players we need to know about, even if you don't play Debbie, this is going to be helpful to you. He's talked about quarterbacks and running backs so far. Let's finish up with some wide receivers. Ray, there's, there's not much to look forward to next year at the running back position uh, beyond Brees Hall and, and Isaiah Spiller as of now. Does it get a little better at, at the wideout position? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I think it gets a lot better. This is where – I'm I'm personally really excited about the the 2022 class is the pass catchers, the wide receivers, and the difference between 2022 and probably the past two classes is we're back to these larger sized Mm. traditional alphas. You know, we looked at Jamar Chase and for as much as we want to talk about him being this dominant, imposing alpha, he's six foot 200. You know, he's not a big guy. Some of the top guys in 2022 are massive. You know, George Pickens, six foot three, 200 pounds. Traylon Burks, the biggest of them all, at six foot three, 225. Uh, you know, for, for the high end guys, you've got Drake London out of USC, six five, 215 pounds. And some of the smaller wide receivers, like a Garrett Wilson, six foot 190. Chris Olave listed at six foot one, 185. You know, David Bell, six two, 210. And then if Justin Ross can come back, He's six foot four, 210 pounds himself. So we sort of transitioned back to these larger traditional alpha X outside wide receivers. But the the wide receiver class in total in 2022, I, I think you get a little bit of everything. You get those big guys that we just talked about. And then you get some shiftier guys like a Zay Flowers out of Boston College, who I think has a chance to really propel himself up the NFL draft boards. Uh, John Mechie out of Alabama. Again, death taxes and another Alabama wide receiver that's going to be a first-round pick. 
in the NFL draft. And then a small school guy, I saw, um, uh, what's his name from Nagy from the senior bowl talking about Jalen Tolbert today. And he's another big wide receiver at six foot three, 195 pounds. And Nagy said that Tolbert was firmly on the day two draft capital radar last year. He comes back this year. Uh, I think he's got himself, you know, he's got an opportunity to work himself into a solid second round pick. So the overall wide receiver class is outstanding. And, you know, you've got Wandell Robinson who transferred out of Alabama to Kentucky. So another one of those dynamic playmakers. Remember, hey, Ryan, remember C.J. Johnson from ECU? Everybody was, he was a Debbie yeah. Darling a couple of years ago. So the class of 2022, the wide receivers are really good. And I think we're going to get some solid fantasy producers for us. I think right now, if you had to ask me which guys are like, go get it, alphas, I think there are only a couple of those guys right now where we sit in July in this 2022 class. But in today's NFL, where the base formation is three wide, I mean, there's plenty of targets to go around. So I do think we're going to get some pretty damn good pass catchers out of this 2022 class. It feels like this class, and, and definitely correct me if if this is off, it feels like this class, even though it's deep, you just listed a dozen names there that we should we should be on the lookout for. But there... Th- there's not a Jamar Chase. There's not that one uh, one guy kind of standing above everyone else. Maybe it would have been Pickens. I know he, uh, he he's had some injuries, so that kind of pushed him back down to the to the rest of the group. Do you think that's that's fair, or is that what you've seen that uh, because there's not that one standout guy who might be a, a top three NFL pick that the whole class is being diminished? Yes, you're you're 100% right. And while I may personally think that there is one of those alphas, I think the consensus, if you just look at mock drafts across the board, you'll see Garrett Wilson as wide receiver one. You'll see Traylon Burks as wide receiver one. You'll see Chris Olave. I've seen Justin Ross, who hasn't played football in you know over a year and a half because of a spinal neck injury as wide receiver one. So this is going to be a situation, Ryan, where I think it is going to take the entire pre-draft process to figure out. I, I do not believe there will be a consensus wide receiver one, and it's going to come down to the combine, to pro day, and then eventually I don't think anybody at this moment will be able to predict until the NFL team is on the clock that selects a wide receiver. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's Burks, if it's Olave, if it's Wilson, if it's Pickens. I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's any of those guys. I think this is going to be – up until the last minute until we find out who is the wide receiver one drafted, but that doesn't even mean that they'd be the best fantasy asset. So uh, just kind of put a name in a hat and draw. Yeah. Burks is your guy. Is that right? Yeah. Burks. I, I think his, his size and the dot to be that big. And one of the things that's really you know special about him is his ability to play special teams. He was the team's primary kick returner and punt returner at six, three, mm-hmm. 235 pounds, which blows my mind. Uh, yeah. But even, even Traylon Burks, he doesn't play outside. 96% of his snaps come inside at the slot. So you've got a six foot three, 230 pound slot receiver as, as, as the price, which is crazy to think about, but he's my one, but you know, we'll see when it comes down to it, who, who's going to end up being drafted as the, as the top guy. I, I think they're, yeah, I, I think you're, you're spot on. There's, there's no Jamar chase, I don't even think there's a Devontae Smith as far as he was viewed as the number two behind Chase. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even think we have that right now. It's just a bunch of guys muddled right there with one through five. 
Uh, before we wrap up here, throw out a couple names at the wide receiver position uh, beyond 2022. I know we're excited about these 2023 uh, running backs. What about the wideouts? Oh, man. LSU, baby. Kayshawn Boutte is the guy. I mean, Kayshawn Boutte is the, the Debbie wide receiver one or two. I think he's going to be outstanding. Jordan Addison and Parker Washington. Addison out of Pitt. Parker Washington is a player who is just growing on me by the day out of Penn State. An interesting one is Eric Gilbert. Uh, He is now listed as a wide receiver. Uh, He's the highest rated tight end prospect of all time, according to 24-7 Sports. Didn't want to play tight end, transfers out. Now he's a wide receiver. Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma is another name that people need to pay attention to. Jermaine Burton and Quentin Johnson out of TCU. So I listen, listen, I know we have been burned year after year by TCU <laughs> wide receiver, Jalen Rager, Josh Dotson, but we've got another one in Quentin Johnson coming. So just uh, take that with a grain of salt. Rakeem Jarrett out of Maryland. Uh, the 2023 class is just, it's, it's incredible at, at, at the skill positions. Maybe flip those 2022 picks or 2023s while you can before it's too late. Ray, thanks so much for joining us today, getting us all caught up on the Devi landscape, all these players we need to know. Uh, you know, we got, we've got the Scott Fishbowl that kicked off this week. It, it feels like the season is around the corner. We're going to have college football, Ray, and I don't know, six or eight weeks, something like that. It'll, it'll, yeah, be, man, it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, I'm ready, man. Let's go. It's time. It's time. It's time. So thanks once again to Ray Garvin for joining us. That is it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL. We'll give Matt a shout out. Follow Ray at Ray GQ. That's Q-U-E. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.